What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome. Not sure if you knew this, but we're in a war. Against an evil faction that just won't quit. But little do they know, with Christ Jesus in our heart, we will win this war because this is the Lord's fight. We are firm, we're steadfast, and we're uncompromising. As it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Hard Line. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And I feel like I have to say that now because I've been getting a lot more downloads and a lot more listeners from around the world, from France to Iceland. I've been getting some downloads in Iceland, which is pretty cool. Canada, um, France, the UK. I've been getting so many listeners from different parts of the world. It's been kind of crazy because since this is only three months old, I didn't expect to see this kind of uh, growth in this amount of time. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is, you know, I guess when it comes to starting a podcast, right, and you're trying to get truth out there, because like I said, the, the initial reason why I started this was to get God's word out there to help people come to Christ, to, you know, encourage people to always invite Christ in their heart, right? So that we can get bridged to Father. That's ultimately how this started. And it's always going to be that first priority because again i always say that this is uh god and jesus christ this is their platform they're the host i'm just simply the co-host which by the way i am jason for anybody that's new out there that's listening that's uh gonna listen in on later um but i am jason i am the co-host here with god and jesus christ at my side they are the ones at the wheel they are at the helm and they are the ones that are steering the ship through this uh these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. But remember, we must not forget, as it states in the Bible over 365 times, depending on the version of Bible you have, fear not. Because when we completely hand over you know, and surrender our life over to Jesus Christ and God, and we say, okay, you know what, God? This is all in your hands. I know your plan is greater than my plan. He will not steer you wrong. So that being said, happy Tuesday. It is May 3rd, 2022, at least where I'm at in Michigan. Um, and I just, I hope everybody's having a good day, a good start to the week so far. And uh, so today, what we're going to be discussing, it's going to be kind of a bit of a, I don't want to really say a heavy topic, but in a way it's going to be a kind of a heavy topic because, and I spent about two, maybe three days reading uh, this document that was, um, forwarded to me by one of our assembly members, one who's been at the ground level since the start of all of this, way in the beginning, and um, Destry, of course. And um, he sent me something that I, I spent, like I said, about two or three days reading and trying to really comprehend. Because as you all know, I'm only about six months new to the assembly. And there's many people out there that have been doing this for years. I've only been doing this for a few months. So I just want to put that out there. I'm still learning. I'm still educating myself. And 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 that's one of the reasons why I started this platform secondarily. Okay. Primarily was for God. Secondarily was for the assembly purposes. Because what I found, what I find, what I've found in my lifetime 
is, and this is no offense to humanity, but by and large, people just don't want to do the hard work anymore. And, and, and they seem like they haven't for a very long time. A lot of people like to ride on coattails of other people expecting that they're going to just coast off somebody else's efforts. And by and large, that is true. I mean, that's just kind of human nature, I guess, right? I mean, because, you know, we live in a me culture. Everybody is self-absorbed. And, and I get it. I used to be like that, too. And don't get me wrong. I still fall to self-absorption every once in a while. I'm only human. I'm not perfect. There's only one perfect man. That was Jesus Christ. But all that said, a lot of people don't like doing work, especially reading or researching, right? I've been at this research thing with different things that were considered uh, conspiracy theories, which let's face it, a lot of these conspiracies are no longer conspiracy anymore. They're coming out to being more like fact. And so I say all that to say this, a lot of people don't like doing the hard work and heavy lifting of researching and reading because, you know, it could get boring. It could get tedious. Sometimes you go down rabbit holes and it takes hours on end. Me personally, I don't mind doing that. I've been doing that for 12, 13 years on so many different topics. So what I've decided to do is I scour the national-assembly.net website. I go through the documents. I go through some of the orders and decrees and stuff that was sent to the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the Pentagon and look at some of the foundational documents that give us the foundational um, you know, backing of, of our existence, right? Because in order to be a lawful assembly, you have to have a foundation of documents that, that prove, that prove and, and allows you to, you know, basically, you know, it, 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 it's that cornerstone, right? It's that foundational stone that you get to stand on. Okay. Because if you don't have any foundation, you really have nothing to stand on at that point. So what I have done is I've done my due diligence and I've gone through a lot of the uh, forums and blogs and really tried to look at some of the stuff that's on there. Cause there is a lot of good history in there and believe it or not, a lot of interesting stuff. I've never been a history person until recently. I've always kind of been one of those people that when I was in high school, I never cared for history at all. Absolutely hated history, hated history. But the, as I got involved with the assembly and like I said, I found out about this by another fuel hauler that used to work at where I worked at. And he was like, Hey, you ever heard of the assembly? I said, no, I haven't. Well, anyway, I'm sure I already told all you guys a story, but long, lo and behold, here I am six months into the assembly and I've read and researched so much. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like there is just so much history here. I had no idea. Like a lot of the stuff that we've been taught in school, garbage. Okay. Garbage. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason why they, they lie and deceive you. I mean, it's hands down. So in tonight's discussion, we're going to be talking about a back channel communication that was, uh, that's on the public, you know, on the net, it was out in public view for the public to also see by the de jure Republic and assembly. And particularly, particularly to general Dunford and other members in the military. Now, General Dunford, in case you don't know who he is, we're just going to do a quick background, you know, review on him. Now, General Joseph F. Dunford Jr., he served as the uh, the 19th chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, which is the nation's highest ranking military officer and the principal military advisor to the president, secretary of defense and the National Security Council from, uh, I believe his tenure was from October 1, 2015 through September 30, 30th, 2019. Now, after he left that position, now if I, I was doing some further research on him before I jumped on, I see he is, uh, he is a, obviously he's retired and retired U.S. Marine Corporal, Corporal General, um, but he is, has been the director 
since February of 2020 for Lockheed Martin. And what's Lockheed Martin? Well, it's part of the industrial military industrial complex. So something that we've been warned about by, uh, oh, I don't know, a certain, you know, past president. So anyway, so what we're going to be discussing is a, uh, a, 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 a we're going to basically what we're going to be, what I'm going to be reading is a dialogue that took place between the de jure republic, the assembly, the lawful assembly of we the people, and General Dunford, and of course, other members in the military. And we're going to start it off as this, because, and, and the reason I'm going to be reading this off, this is very important, because a lot, now this took place in, um, I believe it was May, no, excuse me, April, April of 2016, okay? And so this has been a few years ago, it's been about six years ago, and then you might be wondering, well, Jason, why why, why are you reading this? What, what's the purpose of this? This seems, you know, pointless. Well, no, it's not pointless, because it's actually very relevant to what we're seeing happening today, especially with the way... Uh, I don't know, maybe you guys happen to notice a 40 to 50 cent, you know, increase in fuel uh, pricing, you know, per gallon today that just kind of jumped up yesterday and today. Right. Um, obviously, we're losing value in the dollar. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the background, aside from our currency and our state of affairs when it comes to, you know, just the economy, but within our own government, as you can see, the resident, you know, in, in, in the White House. And no, he is not the president. Again, I've covered this at great length in previous episodes. You can go to the hishardline.com website, click the assembly tab. There are 10 specific handpicked um, shows. Listen to them. All of them are detailing different subjects. But again, Biden is not the president. So just go do your own research. I mean, if anybody thinks he's the president, <laughs> oh man, I got a bridge to sell you in New York. But but what I'm going to read is first off, it's a declaration um, of the will of the people here. And it was to General Dunford. Okay. So we're just going to dive right into it. And then we're going to pause throughout periods here. And I do have, uh, I see Destry, he you know chimed in. So he said, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Destry. He's up there in the great white north of Alaska. He's uh you know, up there working on some of the mice road trucks up there. So glad he's tuning in. Um, but so we're just going to get right in here. I'm sure if he's got something to add, because he was one, like I said, one of the men among others. Okay. Cause again, this is not a one man pony show. Okay. He was one of the key individuals that got, a, got all of this started and got the, you know, the act of 1871 voided out. Right. But here's the thing. Um, excuse me, 1861. I keep doing that. And so at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it takes it takes multiple people to return. Excuse me. Okay, I was right the first time. The Act of eighteen seventy one. Thank you, Destry. Man, I was doing that earlier today when I was explaining that, explaining that to somebody uh, at work. I kept bouncing back and forth from sixty one to seventy one. So, anyway, thank you for that. The Act of eighteen seventy one. So it initiated with him and 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 people beyond him. With Gen starting with General Douglas MacArthur back in, in the 50s because he was the leading commander of the Navy and he handpicked a bunch of special forces. Again, I've gone through over this. You can go listen to some of the history on the then and now. It's titled Then and Now in Assembly. And it's a short compendium of what happened then and where we're at today. So go listen to that and then come back to here and then some of this will make sense. So apparently General Dunford, so there is eight groups out there that are claiming to represent the Republic, right? But General Dunford said that he was the only one, excuse me, he, yeah, well, was, was the only one, only legitimate one to claim the Republic. 
And we initiated, and I say we, not me, but the assembly as a whole. This is way before I got started. And they they wrote this this uh, they wrote out this um, they wrote out this basically it's like a cease and desist order. So here's how it reads, and it's titled "We the People," and as interim president on 23rd April 2016, initiate and declare the will of We the People, and it says General Dunford to deal with this present question of the lawfulness of the de jure republic we the people communicate the standing and authority for superior right and claim now it is being said that eight groups are claiming to represent the republic and general dunford says he is the only legitimate one to claim the republic well we say nay how can we stand and say nay simple you sir are creating a new republic while we stand or while we the people have reassembled a de jure state that created a superior position over de facto per the corpus juris secundum. And further, this was done with assemblies and grand jury supporting this process. We reassembled and activated the original Republic, which was sitting vacant since 1861, waiting for a de jure state to send representatives and senators to occupy the seats. Sir, by the process of succession as an interim president, was placed into the seat from a de jure Congress. Sir, I claim that this has been done and notification per our enclosures shows that your office, the United Nations, and many more received these documents showing proof of these actions. Furthermore, we are de jure and claim the Republic for we the people. Now, since the Hague is a corporation the United Nations is a corporation. Why should we have to file any documents concerning the activation of an already existing superior entity with an inferior entity that was set up and owned by people who encouraged slavery? Exactly. Furthermore, the Hague has no authority to decide the status of our nation as it is an entity to settle international disputes. There is no dispute here, sir. We are the civilian authority based on the body politic of we the people. Sir, I remind you that we the people have stated our rights, authority and rights to use that authority in our lineage of documents in our publications to your office and others. We, sir, do not see or heard of your law firm form that gives you the right, only mysteriously filings of a new republic in France. Yeah, so this guy tried to set up a new republic in France because we took back our republic here in this nation. So in order for these people, this is a little sidebar here. This is not what I'm reading. So if I'm understanding this correctly, which is why I'm happy Destry is here to kind of set certain things right, because I want to make sure that everything they say is factual. Because again, it's one hard thing that we're trying to find out there among the whole realm of podcasters and truthers out there. You know, somebody just will fly off the whim and just say whatever, right? And claim that it's truth. I want to make sure that what we're saying is factual. But because we kicked them out, right? The de jure, I say we, the de jure republic, the people in assembly, that are returning back to self-governance and reseating the seats that have sat vacant all this time. In order for them to continue to conduct business as a corporation, they had to go set up a new quote-unquote republic in France. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but what just happened in France just not too long ago? I'm pretty sure Macron got reelected with a fraudulent election, just kind of like how Biden, you know, the resident, 
I mean, so, I mean, it, it's just, is there any correlation there? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I just find it very interesting that as I'm reading this, this kind of happened just within a week, week and a half, right? So the French are definitely not happy right now with Macron at all. I mean, you virtually could see the votes getting stolen right on TV. You saw a counter go in one direction. And then like after the counter came back like a minute later, it showed that Macron was winning like by like several thousands of votes. It's like the same thing that happened in 2020. Anyway, I digress. Continuing on, sir, do you understand by forming a corporation filing in France that you have just repeated the pattern that you and many others have worked to get rid of by filing in corporation? We, the people want to know who are the owners, who benefits, who are the board of directors? Is it for profit or not for profit? Who are the shareholders? How many shares are there and how many shares are held? How many shares are outstanding? How many shares are available? And how can a corporation, this is the key question right here, how can a corporation have authority over living, breathing people? Mm-hmm. Sir, do you understand that a corporation is not a government of the people, by the people or for the people? Excuse me, by the people or for the people? This is not the form of government promised to the people by the founders, and it does not include self-governance. This is not the type of government that we, the people, are willing to agree to. Sir, it is time you set aside and stop listening to the American Bar Association corporate attorneys and hear what we, the people, are telling you. Now, that was the opener there. Now, what I'm going to get into next is a ledger or a dialogue. It's a conversation. And there's two different, obviously you don't see it here in front of, in front of you because you're just listening. This is just audio only, no video. So what I'm reading, there's two different colored text. There's red text, which is uh, general information from public venues. Again, this is a back channel, was a back channel communication between the military and the assembly. And then the blue text is the de jure republic's responses now when i read the red just to keep it easy for people to follow because this gets pretty interesting when i read the red text i'm gonna just call it them okay for simplicity purposes them i'm gonna call the red text them and the blue text us okay so just to keep it very simple but that's basically what was trying what he was trying to do trying to set up another corporation and claim it as a republic in France because we had kicked them out. And you're going to learn more about what happened here and how so much ties in with just just hang in here, okay? It's very deep. You might want to get a cup of coffee, okay? Because it's it's kind of a little bit in depth, but I promise I'm going to we're going to make some sense of this because again, what we're reading here, I believe, has everything to do with what we're seeing today. That's just my own observation. Now. The red text, them, okay, them, starts off. I expect the UN Corp Corporation doing business as the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, which is merely doing business as the United States, all capital letters, and as the United States Treasury, to try to stick us with all their debts because they are crooks and they naturally don't want to pay their own debts out of their own profits. They are basically trying to stage a repeat of what FDR did back in the 1930s when he got the clueless Americans to assume and pay the debts of the United States of America Incorporated, a bankrupt, privately owned and operated governmental services corporation under conditions 
of constructive fraud and semantic deceit. Us, our response. The actions of England, France, China, and Russia, and their attempts to divide the spoils of the bankrupt United States of America Incorporated, United States, all capital letters, Incorporated, are noted. All their attempts to collect is based upon a fraudulent set of contracts entered into by a corporation and not the representation of the people's government. The de jure republic that gave notice to the United Nation, the embassies of China and Russia, and orders for military action on 21 October 2012 is again serving notice on the world that the continent of North America is solely claimed, owned, and occupied along with all the natural resources by we, the people. The nations of England, France, China, and Russia are hereby noticed and informed that your continued effort to divide up and claim ownership of we, the people's nation, and their resources are null and void. All the high-ranking military, corporate attorneys, and rogue former de facto office holders who have bargained and sold you commercial interest in the we, the people's land, mineral resources, and economic national product, and any other foothold bargained for has been not them. Their response, right? This is them now. And it says right here, special note about the new republic. It says you may be you you may be have heard. That's kind of weird. Definitely a little typo there. You may have heard via a Mister Cottrell that the French government filed the paperwork to set up a new republic for us in filing with the Hague. Now, why would we want or need the French government to do that when we have already done that for ourselves? Us. Making reference to the notice of 21 October 2012, the leaders of England, France, China, and Russia have failed to determine who represents we the people. England, France, China, and Russia, Russian government leaders are being informed by a lawful interim president, by the lawful interim president, that we have extended you all an invitation to contact us. It is our observation that you continue to talk and negotiate with governmental service corporation agents that have infiltrated and are corrupt and crooked. We also observe the fact they are being sponsored by banker families who lack conscious responsibility to humanity and the environment. Them. The IMF and its parent, the UN Corporation, are chartered in France, and it is technically the French government's fault that these corporations have been allowed to terrorize and bilk the entire rest of the world and to defraud the innocent people of the United States under color of law. The French supplied the corporations and the British supplied the mechanisms to create this debacle. And at the end of the day, the rats who masterminded it all have fled to China. Let's pause there for a minute. Now, we keep hearing in our media, I say the media, I, I, now I'm not talking like CNN or Fox, but, you know, people that are kind of halfway media, right? Like uh, Andrew Wilkow's one, right, from uh, Patriot Radio on the uh, XM, Sirius XM. And others, you know, there's other people in podcasting, right? But it's no secret that it seems like the Biden regime and family, right? They're all puppets by the Chinese. And, and the further what we're going to read into this dialogue here, it's going to be more and more evident of who is working for who and who's got whose best interest. Because I got one thing for you. <laughs> The, the government, quote unquote, the government, I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see it. But the government, a.k.a. the corporation, they never gave a crap about you, me. They don't. They, they cared about their pockets. They cared about special interests. They cared about enslaving the population 
to the enrichment of themselves. They don't give a flying SHIT about you. Let's continue on. All right. Now, this is, again, us, um, our response to that. The International Monetary Fund, a bank in the United Nations, are both corporations chartered in France. This condemns the French government and possibly the Paris Club with the act of sponsoring political crimes against humanity and supporting economic war on the people of the de jure republic under the color of law. This tends to tell the world we now know the French government is complicit in the genocidal programs of the UN under Agenda 21, now known as the Sustainable Growth Agenda. According to sources, the most horrific state of affairs is that these criminals are now setting up in China. I, as the interim president of the de jure republic to my counterpart in China, please tell the world that China is not allowing this to happen. This is counter to the stated enlightened humanitarian posture that China and its elders have been saying to the world for years. Their response, them. If the French government wants to keep a lid on things, they have to keep a French corporation providing us with governmental services and forcing us to pay its bills. This is the new republic that the Joint Chiefs have colluded with and which Paul Ryan, which that guy's a traitor. I cannot stand that guy. Sidebar. Sorry. I just cannot stand that guy. Freaking. <laughs> anyway, which Paul Ryan is proposing to lead. Which, by the way, you don't really hear much from Paul Ryan these days, do you? I, I, I know I sure as hell haven't. I'm sure he'll stand trial here soon. The so-called New Republic is just as fraudulent as the rest of what has gone before, and it still depends on a system of human enslavement and bonds and IOUs to pay for debts that we don't owe. The American people have not been given full disclosure and have not accepted this contract, and in fact, we have told Jacob Rothschild and the French government, thanks but no thanks, we have made our other arrangements, notice of which is on file with the United Nations Secretary General. Which, by the way, the Rothschilds, in case you haven't figured it out, anybody out there who is not in the know, they are the ones that own the, uh, oh, I don't know, the central banking system, the Federal Reserve. It's privately owned. They're, they're not constitutional. They're not supposed to be coining our money. Anyway, continuing on, the blue text, us. The attempt to defraud we the people through the non-disclosed actions of the French government, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Paul Ryan are not the political will of the people. We the people are aware of the present office holders, corruption, and all these persons and their puppet masters, Jacob Rothschild, George H.W. Bush, and other crime mongers' efforts to try and implement another debt Ponzi scheme on the de jure republic now and we the people. There is also on file an order from the interim de jure republic for the United Nations Corporation to vacate the continental United States of America. General Ban Ki-moon, do you remember? Red text, them. The New Republic is just making us another offer to scapegoat us for the sins of criminals, an offer that would be to our everlasting detriment and to which we solidly object. We want and need no such masters. Neither British bunco artists nor French Freemasons need apply. Us. The offer, offer from the New French Republic for we the people of the continental United States of America to financially and economically support the world is hereby re rejected 
and the British scam artists, French Freemasons, and their puppet master, Jacob Rothschild, George H.W. Bush, and other efforts to control humanity in an egregious crime, and those involved need to answer for crimes against humanity. Them. Now, I still haven't figured this out. This is a little sidebar. So before I read what it actually says here, I don't know if this is like a code or like a uh, like a screen name. It's called The Hard Place. I don't know. I keep seeing this. So I think that's kind of interesting. little sidebar, too, on top of the sidebar. This is how the left, this is how the, the cabal, from what I understand, would communicate with each other. They would actually, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they would use certain screen names, you know, the cabal, right? The elitist, they're, you know, like Biden, Clinton's, right? All of them. They would use code names and then they would communicate in back channel networks using the Xbox game consoles. And what else? Twitter. Why do you think they're all freaking out that Elon Musk bought Twitter? Now, I'm not saying Elon Musk is a good guy. Again, I still say the jury's out in my mind on him. I still haven't decided about him, but it's leaning a little bit more like maybe he's kind of on the good side. But I tell you what, whether he's on the good or bad side, he's sure pissing a lot of people off with his acquisition of Twitter. That's all, that's all I got to say about it. But continuing on. So them, the red text. I expect the Federal Reserve Banks to try to force us back into onto the gold standard because they have stolen and control all the world's gold. And the only way they can realize truly obscene profits from that investment is if they succeed in making us trade in gold. The blue text, us. The reassembly of the de jure republic is the restoration of the constitutional republican form of governance. The original organic constitution set a standard of commercial enterprise to be accomplished using silver. The coin must use the coin most used by early colonists was the Spanish silver peso. This coin was used as a model for the American silver dollar. The colonists did not adopt the use of gold because the corporations of England would have claimed it under the company charters in force at that time. The theft of the world's gold and fraudulent control of the gold by the Federal Reserve Banks is a clear attempt to force the gold standard on the world, including the de jure republic enforcing the people to trade and engage in commerce paying with gold controlled by them is a clever attempt to gain again enslave the world including the de jure republic with excess debt by controlling gold so basically because we're on the petrodollar and when nixon took us off what was apparently the gold standard and put us on the petrodollar according to you know because of speculators right we saw a bunch of chaos in the 70s when that system, the economic uh, financial system, made that switch over. Well, that's kind of what's happening right now. So when we went from the gold standard to the petrodollar, that's when you saw interest going through the roof. There was that gas crisis. Like, you know, the, the economy sucked back then. Now, I didn't live through that because I was born in 86. But from what I understand, in the 70s, crap got real. Because they were basically, they had this other economic, this financial system, the petrodollar system, in the back burner, ready to go. They were just waiting for the right time to do the switch over. Well, they did, and then you had all this chaos. Well, what do you think is happening right now? Because you had inflation then. You had gas going through the roof, gas crisis. Right? Like, what are you seeing now? Seeing crazy inflation, right? Now we're switching from the petrodollar back to the gold standard. This is their way of trying to enslave us once again. Now, another little sidebar. There's another guy that I listen to. His name, Bix Weir. Now, I've been following him for quite some time. He's kind of like a silver and gold expert. But apparently, under, what is it, the Grand Canyon, there is a ton of gold that I think they have a military base 
uh, built on top of it. Now that gold is untapped. In fact, you get anywhere near there, if you're hiking, I mean, I'm pretty certain they'll, they'll arrest you, but it's untapped, but it's, they, they found a ton of gold over there in the Grand Canyon. And I believe they have a ton. I, I believe again, don't call me on this untapped. I, I think it's called uh, chocolate mountain in California. I want to say. So anyway, they're sitting on a ton of gold. Okay. And so what they're trying to do again, that last sentence, they're trying to use this clever attempt again to enslave the world, including the de jure Republic with excess debt by controlling gold. And that's what they have. They got all this excess gold continuing on. This is still us, the blue. This clever ruse has been known for a long time and it has a solution that is stated unequivocally in the constitution for the United States of America. Keyword for, for, for those out there. Notice it says the constitution for the United States of America, not of the United States of America. That's a big difference. I did a show on that too. Go back and listen to it. We, the people will not fall victim to this clever manipulation by the corrupt corporate attorneys, bankers, corrupt politicians, industrial monopolies, corrupt governments, perceived elitists that have lied and stolen the wealth of the people of the world. The red text them. I expect Americans to jerk awake and realize that their own national currency, the American silver dollar, is alive, well, and ready to trade. The rats have not been able to corner the silver market, so that provides us with a third way. And the only way for us to both repudiate the odious debt and beat the Federal Reserve at its own game. Us, the blue text. The de jure republic is a constitutional de jure republic in the constitution and, and the constitution at article one, section eight, clause five states to coin money, regulate the value thereof in foreign coin and fix the standard of weights and measures. These weights and measures of the dollar were defined by secretary of the treasurer, Alexander Hamilton as 371 and 416 grains of pure silver or 416 grains of standard silver. The U.S. dollar was put into circulation in 1789 at these standards. Now that the leaders of England, France, China, and Russia are all on board with the push for gold to be the medium of world trade, the de jure republic still has a constitutional medium of exchange, and we will demand that all trade with the de jure republic be made in pure silver bullion. For tat, we won't accept Federal Reserve dollars nor the Chinese yuan. Either we will not settle this trade with China, we will not settle trade with China in any other medium other than pure silver bullion. All the English, French, Chinese, and Russians can deal with the Federal Reserve Corporation to satisfy their Federal Reserve holdings with the corporate stockholders. They are the Goldman Sachs, Rockefellers, Lehman's, Kuhn, uh, Kuhn Lobs of New York, the Rothschilds of Paris and London, the Warburgs of Hamburg, the Lazards of Paris, and the Israel Moses Seifs of Rome. These Federal Reserve owners have stolen the world's wealth and are held accountable by the de jure republic. The red text, them. We are not the same as the United States entity that has been ruining the whole earth. We have, in fact, been victims of it ourselves. On Tuesday, 19, April 2016, as the world headlines will read it, the gold-backed Chinese yuan will become available for trading on, the new, on a new trading platform, and all the disgruntled, disgusted, and many fearful investors will rush in to drink the Rothschild's Kool-Aid. The blue text. The United States 
that the world has been dealing with and who claimed to have represented we the people have been corrupt, greedy, fraudulent, extortionist, liars, cheats, thieves, impersonators, actors who have taken advantage of the world to enrich the Goldman Sachs, Rockefellers, the Lehmans, Kuhn Loeb's, Rothschilds, Warburg's, Lazard's, Israel Moses Safe's, Rubenstein's, and more. These persons, in quote, are responsible for the world economic, health, and human rights degradation, and the world just goes on ignoring these causes of destruction. The de jure republic is rejecting, revoking, and countering their offer of continued debt enslavement with a demand for them to cease and desist or suffer consequences of internment for the rest of their natural existence. Whoa. That's pretty powerful, uh, as they say, that them fighting words right there. I mean, the de jure republic's not playing around. When we the people get back in power, we the people have the power. It goes God first, we the people second, and then we have what's called the people's grand juries, which serves as the buffer between we the people and the lower three branches of government. And then you got the people in the government, right? Those of our, our, well, they're supposed to be our employees, but they act like we're their serfs, we're their servants. Well, guess what? That ain't happening. We're, roles are reversing. Continuing on, red text, them. Many people will do this in the firm belief that they are getting away from the Rockefeller, Rothschild, Rubenstein, Cabal, but they will in fact be vastly profiting the Cabal, which has simply moved the focus of its operations to China with the blessings of the Chinese government. The Federal Reserve, which is not and never was the American people or any part of our lawful government, owed the Chinese government a huge amount of gold and interest ever since 1928. The Federal Reserve never even bothered to pay the interest they owed. And in 2011, when Neil Keenan sued the rats, they pleaded bankruptcy protection. Well, how convenient. The blue text. The de jure republic has no intention of bowing down to the Rothschilds, greedy Chinese government agents, and others who plans to debt enslave the people of the de jure republic. That's right, we won't, because we know what the hell's going on. Continuing, the Federal Reserve, ex-corporate United States of America Incorporated, um, also United States Incorporated, all capital letters, office holders, banksters, and the shareholders thereof are responsible for the debt China and the rest of the world is owed by these corrupt, greedy persons, and they need to get their collection efforts organized correctly or rebuffed by the de jure republic. Who are the parties to the contract and agreements? We the people have never been shown that the gold loan, the Federal Reserve Private Bank, was for the benefit of the de jure republic. The red text, them. For a while, it looked like all the Chinese could do was, one, go to war, two, take the loss. But back in 2002, in a relatively minor suit, brought before the world court by Dr. Hendo Henderson and the government of Sudan, the same rats were denied the option of claiming bankruptcy protection. These Chinese found out about that and the Federal Reserve was finally brought to justice. Us, the blue, even with justice delivered, the Federal Reserve owners bought the Chinese. Now the crooks and the enlightened ones are working in concert to debt enslave the people of the world. The red. However, human nature being what it is, the Chinese did not stop with mere justice for themselves and the Federal Reserve cut them a deal they couldn't refuse. 
Help us institute a gold-based monetary system, and we will generate profits beyond your wildest dreams. Well, there they go, making a deal with the devil. That's what happens. The blue. Us. They bought Chinese government agents by making a deal that will force the rest of the world into debt slavery by instituting a gold-based monetary system controlled by the Federal Reserve and China's corrupt agents. Again, the people of the world are subjected to the greed and avarice of the few. We, the people of the de jure republic, being constitutional in form and substance, have a monetary system that will be implemented and maintained by lawful representatives. Let me repeat that, ladies and gentlemen. We have a a monetary system that will be implemented and maintained by lawful representatives. <coughs> Maybe you guys should go buy some gold, uh, silver. I know I have a ton of it. We, the people suggest and recommend the people of the world consider doing a similar, similar lawful action and take it out of the hands of the few and make it controlled by the people of the world by lawful international agreements. Them, the red text. It's the same old story throughout history. The good guys catch the rats. The rats make them a deal. They can't refuse. The good guys become complicit in the crime after the fact and embroiled in the whole web of lives. Us, the blue. Only when the people of the world hold their public servants accountable on a daily basis does, this, the, does the dishonest corruption get ferreted out and eliminated. Red text. Oh, one more thing about the synagogue of Satan. They use your own virtues against you. They play on your natural sympathies, your sense of fairness and justice, your desire to do the right thing. Which, let's pause there for a second. I've often said, among others, I'm not the only one that said it, there's others that have said it way before me, but we are in a war of good and evil. We got the Luciferian Satan and, and, and his whores out there, for lack of a better term. And then you got God and, and the warriors for Christ on the other side, the good side, right? The white hats, the patriots, the men and women in America. There is a fight of good and evil. And I find it interesting that this was mentioned in here because, you know, this isn't just about gold and silver and what monetary system we're going to go to and who's screwing who. It, has not, it, it, it stems back to good versus evil. Continuing. The blue, us, the basis desire of good people is to act fair and just. And these criminals who care, whose character is the opposite will take advantage for their own selfish benefit. The red, them. So the Chinese accepted the pro proposition with honest enough intentions, agreed to set up gold-backed monetary system, took the bait, and the Khazarians moved to China. Now, if you don't know who the Khazarians are, maybe I'll do a show on that on a different day. That is a different, um, that's a long line of history right there too in of itself. Um, I don't, I'm not even go down that rabbit hole, but if you get to it before I do, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you look up the Khazarian mafia. Okay. That is a several hundred, almost thousand year old plus year thing. Just look up the Khazarians, Khazarian mafia. It's K-H-A-Z-A-R-I-A-N-S, the Khazarians. Okay. Just I'll do a show on it, but if you're eager enough and you want to learn about it, check it out. But um, yeah, now the blue. This includes the present position of the supposed enlightened Chinese elders and other supposed government agents who are claiming to be working for the betterment of humanity, uh, 
have fallen prey to the greed in their souls. So much for being enlightened than the rest of us poor unwashed heathens. Really? The red text, them. The Chinese elders couldn't tell the truth and involve the official Chinese government in such a shady deal. So the invention of the Chinese elders became the first lie. Came forward and promised to release vast amounts of gold freely back to the world for the purpose of economic rebirth and humanitarian aid and infrastructure projects. Just as the Chinese got back what was lawfully theirs, they proposed that everyone else should be repaid too. The blue, us. It now begs the question of whether the Chinese elders are for real or a ruse to get the de jure republic lulled into a state of trust so they can take advantage of the of an unseasoned group of people that are now taking the reins of the de jure republic. Either instance is of no consequence since the de jure republic is seated with people that are aware of the corruption and have the discernment to take corrective action. The red text. I know this is long, ladies and gentlemen, but just bear with it to the end. I'm telling you, just bear with it to the end. Red text. In fact, let me take a quick sip here. Holy cow, a lot of reading. Mm. That's good. All right, continuing. But then, again, red text, this is them. But then something predictably happened or is happening. Some Chinese got greedy behind the scenes. A kind of madness sets in. In the presence of vast amounts of money, no matter who you are, how good your intentions are, they have started claiming, and indeed other truly nefarious people have started claiming for them, sound familiar? That all this Federal Reserve wealth, not just the Chinese portion of it, rightfully belonged to the Chinese all along. The rest of the world had no part of it. That's interesting. Blue text, us. What the Chinese need to remember is that, and this I did not know, I learned something here. What the Chinese need to remember is that were it not for American intervention, they would now be speaking Japanese. Which I found that very interesting. The red text, them. Let's just ignore the fact that the American people are now and always were the, patri- the priority creditors of the Federal Reserve that the Americans were grossly defrauded and that this fact is recorded in literally millions of records. The blue text, us. We the people also remind the world of the fact that the people have always been the priority creditors and the Federal Reserve criminals have failed to maintain the correct position and pay the tax for every bill they printed as found in Section 16 of the Federal Reserve Banking Act and have stolen the people's property through fraud and deceit. This is a uh, substantive record evidenced by the millions of records demonstrating the act of identity theft. The red text. So now indeed, instead of the Khazarian Mafia sitting snug behind the shield of the IMF, doing business as the United States, and the Pentagon, they are now sitting behind the shield of billions of Chinese. The point being... Oh, mankind, that the parasites destroying everyone and everything are still high and dry and buying everyone off and spinning lies that would make the devil blush and preparing to realize 10,000% profits when everyone stupidly rushes to buy the gold-backed yuan next Tuesday. Blue text. It is an observable fact now that the Khazarian criminals are hiding behind Chinese government agents. Their manipulation continues unchecked. 
The criminals are buying off the Chinese with the promises of even greater returns of gold the Chinese have chosen to hoard and profit with instead of promised humanitarian relief. It is an observable fact that the Chinese were contacted were contacted by the world's trust managers to handle the cabal that was trying to invade the trust. The Chinese accepted this task for pay and have to date failed to deliver the task of handling the cabal and affecting the release of the trust that were established for humanity. While we have yet to be informed which Chinese are the factions contacted to perform this task, the task is stalled and the de jure Republic is communicated with the Chinese embassy who were who we are and that we have established the de jure Republic. Red text them. This will tank the value of the US dollar and cause panic. Let's take a pause there for a second. Keep in mind this was written back in 2016 in April. About six years ago last month. We are seeing the value of the dollar tank. Again, that's why gas has jumped overnight 40, 50 cents a gallon. And though it hasn't caused panic yet, it will once people start having to pay $6, $7 a gallon, or even if it doesn't get that high. I mean, let's face it, 450 is pretty freaking high. I mean, yeah, I can afford it. I absolutely don't like it. I kind of like the Donald Trump gas prices from before, you know, the, the buck 78, buck 99, whatever it was. I kind of like those prices. Those were nice. But when people have to start making the decision between filling up their gas tank and buying a gallon of milk for their for their family, now you're starting to get into some really real world dire consequences, which could actually, in effect, cause people to panic. It's like they say, you control the food, you control the people. Continuing on, and this is still red text. But we'll also make the value of the American silver dollar, which was, is, and always has been our actual national currency, soar in secondary silver markets. Indeed, modest old silver stands to make far larger percentage gains than gold. Blue text. Us, we, please, do we the people the great favor of making the Federal Reserve note chooses an action worthless. So basically what we're asking is, okay, you guys need to take the Federal Reserve note that we're using as the dollar. You guys need to make it worthless. So that's basically what's happening. We're seeing the devaluing of the dollar. It's not just going to happen overnight. I mean, although that's what I thought would always happen, but we are seeing a systematic devaluation, you know, a, 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 a breakdown of the U.S. dollar or federal note. We're going to call it the Federal Reserve note because it's not a dollar. It's a, it's a note. Continuing, please make our true medium of exchange soar in prominence and value the American silver dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, just another sidebar. This is exactly why several years ago, not, I don't want to say several years ago, but this is why I started buying silver a couple of years ago. And I kept stacking ever since then because I see what's coming and it's going to be a very crazy shattered reality for a lot of people. For those that don't have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. This is going to break a lot of people, but it's going to make a lot of people too. But at the end of the day, I think overall it's going to be good for everyone because what's going to happen is we're going to get out of this enslavement system once and for all to the red text. The problem for them, neither the IMF nor the Federal Reserve have the rights to our silver dollar. 
their incorporated boards of director directors operating as congresses in quotes don't have the authority to issue actual money in the name of the states of america but we the living beneficiaries of the united states trust do blue text the american silver dollar is the sole property of we the people and it and is not controllable by the board of directors known as congress nor the imf federal reserve nor the bankster families named supra little side note again just an observation aside from this for since we're talking about so heavily about silver you got to ask yourself from an observation standpoint as everything increases in price from beef pork eggs milk and other food items gasoline used cars new cars more particularly used car market increased 40 percent from a couple years ago year year and a half two years ago everything has gone up wood lumber right everything has gone up my wife and i were thinking about building a fence around our entire yard uh, a couple years ago before things got kind of crazy just for materials alone because we were going to install it ourselves just materials alone was roughly about eh, like 58 59 borderline six thousand dollars for what we needed now talking like almost nine grand i said nah the hell with that i'm gonna just wait for silver to go through the roof and then i'll just sell the house and go homestead somewhere maybe i'll come up to alaska uh my wife won't have that she wants to go to tennessee or florida i said no i'm not doing florida i'll do tennessee i'm not doing florida but she's like well i'm not doing alaska i said all right 10-4 then we'll just settle on tennessee <laughs> all right but seriously though my question is this though let's get back to the observation everything has gone up what has not gone up even gold has gone up some right Every commodity out there has gone up. What has not gone up? Silver. Silver just the last week and a half, two weeks ago was going up. People were freaking out. They're like, oh my God, silver's going up. It's hitting like 27, 28 bucks an ounce. And then what do the big silver riggers do? They slam down the price back to $25, $26 an ounce again. But there's a reason for that. They can't keep that charade going on for long. It's going to be a matter of time. I mean, it is half of what it was at its whole all-time high from, I think, what was it? The 80s when it hit 50 bucks an ounce. But it's going to break free. There's something miraculous about silver. And we're going to see the value of silver soar. This is my own opinion now. Continuing with the red text. The problem for us, getting the word out to the rest of the world, the Russian and Chinese governments have to be prodded to admit the truth that the United States of America and the United States of America um, spelt differently of course there's the united states of america capital u capital s capital a and then the united lowercase u states of america are not the same entities at all and never were there are plenty of u.s government officials who deserve to be sacked or otherwise punished and even more members of the british government and french government too but the american people are innocent victims of the same dirty schmucks who tried to cheat the chinese in the first place and we are not responsible for the sins of the federal reserve nor the imf Now, the blue text, let's see here. <laughs> Destry is saying, you can come to Alaska. You will not want to leave. I don't know. I probably wouldn't want to leave, but my wife, I don't know. She's like, I can't deal with winter. She hates dealing with the Michigan winter. She's going to freaking, she would, she would hate life <laughs> in Alaska. But hey, maybe we'll take a trip up there and I could show her. Um, continuing on, the blue text. All right. And, and we're, we're almost done here. All right. Just bear with me a little longer here. The blue text now it says this notice is to also inform england france china and russia 
that the de jure republic will only accept payment in silver bullion from foreign nations as payment for debts of active contracts and exchange of national products. All digital currency will be valued in silver and the digital currency may be redeemed in silver coin. Further monetary policy and terms will be decimated. In addition, the enclosed communication to His Holiness Pope Francis at the Vatican prompts the de jure republic to notice the Vatican of the nullification of the sec secret treaty of Verona of 1213 and inform the Vatican that their shielding corrupt criminals is unacceptable. And this was dated April 23rd, 2016, and it was signed and it's, it's redacted right now of the signatures, uh, or I should say, excuse me, not the signatures, the Appalachian autographs. Um, this is kind of terminology that we have to use. Um, but one thing I wanted to uh, forward down here. So there's one, two. So the interim president of the United States signed. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten different um, different signatures on this. And then as you scroll further down this document, the recipients of this document that I just read went to the United States of America, Mr. Raymond Mabus, uh, which is the office of the Secretary of the Navy. Okay, which is the 1000 Navy Pentagon room 4D652. I'm not going to go through the address. This was sent to Mr. Paul L. Ostberg Sands, which is the Office of General Counsel of 2000 Navy Pentagon in D.C. there. Ashton Baldwin Carter, Secretary of Defense. General Joseph Dunford, U.S. United States Marine Corps Office Chairman, Joint Chiefs of Staff also in the Pentagon, the United Nations Secretary General, General Ben Ki-moon, the Assistant Secretary General for Legal Affairs, Mr. Stephen Mathias. I'm sure that name sounds familiar. He's at United Nations headquarters there. The embassies, British Embassy in Washington, the Embassy of France in the U.S., and His Holiness, Pope Francis of the Apostolic Palace, now, I want to read one more thing, and I promise this is it, okay? This was kind of interesting. Now, this was an email that was also sent. Now, it says, let's see here. So, this is, this is called Exclosure, Enclosure A. This is very interesting. Now, it says, brace yourself for impact on Tuesday. Now, remember, this is back in 2016. Brace yourself for impact on Tuesday. Take no wooden nickels. Accept no debts. Place the blame where it belongs in all respects. His Holiness Pope Francis via email. Most beloved Francis, the perpetrators have now involved the Chinese in their schemes and are proposing to lend our gold to the Chinese, who are in turn offering to lend it back to us profiting the criminals and the Chinese in the process. Again, it's another enslavement process. This money laundering scheme is so transparent that a small child can see it. How then does anyone propose to excuse it now or ever? We deeply regret the injustices that the Chinese and many other people have suffered, but we do so from the standpoint of those who have been similarly afflicted by the same disease and suffered like injuries. The American people are not at fault for the evils which have been committed both against us and in our names. Upon waking, 
we see that we have foxes in charge of the hen houses, rats in charge of the grain storage, and proven criminals in charge of the banks. And from that perspective, it matters not whether the products these banks are purveying are gold coins or engraved pieces of paper stamped with the name of China or the name of the United States. The abuses of the corporations have continued and reached legendary proportions, and still there is no comprehensive statement from the Holy See revealing the fictitious nature of these entities that have been spawned under its auspices and no public denunciation of their criminality and no visible movement to punish, regulate, or liquidate them. In America, we have just seen a replay or attempted replay of the great fraud of 1860-1933 by the UN Corporation and United States of America Incorporated and the USA Incorporated seeking to enfranchise the American people without their knowledge or consent and to operate by a process of assumpsit against clearly intended victims who are actually the beneficiaries of the United States Trust and the Divine Trust. Again, we ask, what possible excuse for this can there be ever be? The Holy See has been informed for nearly a decade of the illegal and immoral actions against us and against our lawful government, which have been ongoing since the mid-1800s. As these acts have been accomplished by fraud and semantic deceit, none of them can be credited as any form of action, whether lawful or legal, ex dolo malo non orator action. Now, I know that's all Latin. I just don't know what any of that means. Continuing this again, this is, this is to um, the Pope. These corporations must be liquidated without harming the millions upon millions of innocents who have been misrepresented and mischaracterized by them as well, as well as franchisee as willing franchisees. Many Americans still don't have a clue what has been done in their names and have had no opportunity to respond. No remedy has been provided to them. Instead, the response of the United Nations has been silence, and the response of Mr. Obama has been to create millions of, of suspicious public transmitting utilities named after living Americans, all merely presumed to be operating as franchisees of an already banked Puerto Rican electric company. Do we look or sound like franchises of a bankrupt Puerto Rican electric company? If we knowingly, willingly, or voluntarily agreed to be enfranchised in this manner, would we be writing to you? At the present time, a sham trial is being prepared against American ranchers who are, in fact, the priority creditors and employers of the corporations prosecuting them. The charges are being brought against corporate franchises named after these men without their knowledge or consent, which is a blatant act of deliberate and willful personage and barratry. And they are being prosecuted of the sea, also without their knowledge of con or consent. As the sea, or excuse me, as the land is separated from the sea, and as the living God has mandated the boundaries between the law of the land must be honored in the sea brought back to its boundaries. This must be honored or any pretense of the rule of law stands abandoned. The holy law of free will stands violated and the law of trust along with it. It has been eight long years since we received the promise of Benedict the 16th, and it still remains a promise as bankrupt as the promises of the Federal Reserve System. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. It is at your discretion that these evil men continue their actions unopposed 
and each day more innocent people are dragged into the web of accomplices after the fact and still others fall victim to the system of lies spawned by the father of all lies. And how, Francis, can you continue to execute that? And of course, below all this is just a bunch of receipts and signatures that show that everything was delivered via FedEx and that um, there is receipt of, um, you know, receiving, you know, of receiving this by General Dunford at the Pentagon and Ben Ki-moon and, and so on and so forth. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you have to do to make sure everything is official. This is what the assembly did back in 2016. There was a lot there to digest. And, and I don't expect anybody who listens to this for the first time to really gather all this on the first listen. Like I said, it took me two, three days and about five or six different times of reading this over. I did a lot of reading, a lot of reading to try to understand this. But at the end of the day, what I have gathered is what I have read here that was written and submitted to basically the military and General Dunford. Okay, of what we're seeing, the destruction of the dollar, this is a systematic purpose, on purpose destruction of the dollar. Why? Because ever since this was moved to the petrol, uh, you know, the, this was moved to the uh, uh, petroleum based, you know, back dollar back in, uh, was it 1970 or 1971 or whatever it was when Nixon did that? The system was only meant to last for about 50 ish years. We're going, I think, on 51 years, I think. It can't go much further than that. It's gonna, it's 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 bound to collapse. And this system, all it did was basically enslave us further and make them more money in their own pockets. I mean, it's a very, very corrupt, colluded, you know, diluted system. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, we're seeing the collapse of this. And the the bad guys, okay, the cabal, they knew they already had plans to do this because they were gonna return back to the gold standard. And again, because they have all this gold under the Grand Canyon and under Chocolate Mountain. They were going to use gold and return to a different form of money. But again, it was going to be meant to enslave us. Well, from what the sounds of it, if I interpret all of this correctly, it sounds like silver. Because you keep hearing this from the truther movement. Gold's going to crush the banks. Gold's going to crush the big banking cartel. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's going to be silver that's going to crush the banking cartel and the cabal and the elitist and the Kazarian mafia globalization is done. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we're also seeing kind of a supply chain disruption here in this nation. We're seeing a delay of getting different goods. My silver dealer was saying before all this crap that was going on with Russia and Ukraine, he was able to get silver, order silver in like two, three days, two or three days later, he would get it at his, you know, at his place of business. Now, now, he, he has to wait eight weeks. He puts an order. Now he has to wait eight weeks to get it. So he's been getting smart and he's been placing an order like every three to four days. I mean, just last month alone, he was saying uh, he, he sold about roughly about 480,000. Uh, I forgot what it was. Two, three. I, I can't remember the number, but it was like several hundred thousand dollars worth of like silver. I was like, holy crap. This is, this is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Like Destry just said, silver is the key. And I believe... And I can't, I think it was Bix Weir. I heard this because there is an abundance of gold out there. There's a lot of gold and a lot of gold that's untapped, but unfortunately not the market. It doesn't reflect in the real world market. Silver 
in my, again, opinion and belief based on some experts that I follow, there is far less silver mines out there than there are gold mines. So I think we're going to see the silver to gold ratio flip-flop. Because I think right now it's like, I think if I recall correctly, I was just asking my silver guy yesterday. I think it's like, I think 84, 85 ounces of silver, or 92 ounces of silver. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. You can probably find it online. But it's like almost 90 ounces of silver to like one ounce of gold right now. But I think when all this finally comes out and the destruction of the dollar finally takes place, we're going to see all this flip-flop and we're going to see astronomical increases in value in silver. Now, to further expand a little bit on that, um, crap, brain fart. I was just going to say something. But at the end of the day, the bad guys, in order to move from one system to their new gold back system, because they want to have a centralized digital system. All right. What happened with the ruble just not too long ago? Putin just pegged the ruble to gold. Well, the yuan, the Chinese yuan or yuan, whatever the hell it's called, I believe is now pegged to gold. But again, silver, the dollar, the true dollar is going to end up being, I believe, backed by silver. Let me see here. I'm trying to read something here. Destry just wrote. He said, those opponents who are trying to form assemblies with nefarious purposes like AVR, which is Anna von Wright's, and Light Force have never been able to do what we have done. And they work for evil. They really do work for evil. Now, she scrubbed this information off of her blogs and her websites, but she did have publishings that claim that she was an agent for the Vatican. I mean, these are evil people. See, and this is why I have a hard time as a Catholic, because I grew up Catholic my whole life. And now my sh my reality literally got shattered a couple of years ago when I started reading and researching and realizing the atrocities of the Catholic Church. Now, you always heard that there was pedophilia and, you know, little kid diddling with priests. But when I started, you know, researching this and following it all the way up to the bishops and cardinals and the Pope, I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. You got to be kidding me. But silver is the key. All right. Not only is it going to be the key to returning our money back to a rightful monetary system, right? Rightful money, currency under we the people. But what else is silver used for? It's used for a lot of industrial things. Okay. But again, I think we're going to see silver go through the roof. If you look at the values of palladium and rhodium, in fact, let's let's do a quick research real quick. I'm just really curious. This is what I think could happen. Let's see here. Google, let's, I hate Google, but we're just for purposes of time real quick because we're, yeah, we're at an hour and 10 minutes and then we'll close this out here in a minute. But palladium, palladium uh, value today. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Per ounce. So palladium right now is about, so $2,271 an ounce. All right. I think it was rhodium. Let's look up rhodium real quick because one of them had an asterisk. Rhodium. Now rhodium, here it is. Rhodium. Rhodium is $18,300 per ounce. Now that's rhodium. I think silver is going to surpass that in my own opinion. In fact, Bix Weir today sent an email. I'm just going to read this real quick to you. Bix Weir, he's the silver guy. He's got this website called roadtoruta.com. 
Bix Weir had an, uh, uh, an email, and this is what it says in, in the subject. Alert, silver to jump to $2,000 per ounce unless Fed raises rates to over 20% now. And he says in the body of the email, he usually sends these out once a day, different things. He keeps up with silver like, like a hawk. He says, tomorrow, Wednesday, the Fed will raise rates by half a percent, making the Fed fund rate, making the Fed funds rate. Really? Does the Fed really think that a 1% total Fed rate is going to stop the current 8.5% inflation rate from not jumping over 20%? Now, both the stock market and bond market bubbles are about to pop. So what's left? Commodities. Specifically, a commodity that is not even trading at 50% of its all-time high achieved in 1980. Silver. You got to get your silver, ladies and gentlemen. Now... That's going to be the key. Again, anybody who has the eyes to see and the ears to hear, if I mean, even if you just take a few hundred dollars, all right, whatever's left of your budget. I know, I know a few hundred can be a lot for people, especially as inflation is going up. But listen, even if you can buy a couple ounces, a couple ounces will do you a world of good. All right. I'm telling you. I mean, think about that. Rhodium is $18,300 per ounce. Silver is going to surpass that. That's my own estimation. Okay. That's my own estimation. Just saying. But again, everything that I just read here that took place in this dialogue back in 2016, we are seeing a lot of this play out right now before our eyes. A lot of stuff we see happening is no, no, no accident, folks. The bad guys are just, they, you know, here's the thing. The bad guys, in order to move to this system that they want, they need a, some sort of false flag. They need something that is going to trigger a worldwide panic so they can move into their system without having fingers pointed at them. But right now they're failing. They have nothing to cause a freaking mass public panic and chaotic, you know, uh, false flag. So they can, you know, like, for example, <clears throat> 9-11. You think that was really done by terrorists? No, that was a false flag event to cover up something greater that was happening in the background. You guys need to use your heads. And I know the people listening here, you guys get it. But if you're forwarding this podcast to your friends and family, they might hear what I'm saying. They're like, oh, this guy's a tin, you know, tin foil hat wearing freak. Yes, yes, I am. And I, I'll probably wear it. And it's got a big old capital S on the front of it that stands for silver. I'm telling you right now, because when this, when this, when, when this house of cards falls, believe you and me, we have a new system in place ready to rock and roll. But the rest that it has to fall, it's going to get worse before it gets better. People have to feel the pain in order to wake up further. And people are starting to wake up. I'm seeing it. Like I was just talking to my coworker earlier today. I listen to a lot of truther podcasts out there. And then every once in a while, I'll tune into the mainstream. I tuned into uh, Andrew Wilkow's, you know, Wilkow majority, majority on the uh, XM radio there on Patriot Channel 125. And I'm finding that a lot of what he's talking about is very similar to what a lot of the truthers are starting to talk about. I was like, no shit. Excuse my language. I'm like, it's finally starting to make it mainstream. You get people on Fox, some of these talking heads on Fox who are starting to ask questions. Why is Pelosi and Schiff going to Ukraine? 
Why are they going to Ukraine? What, 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 what do they got to go? What are they doing in Ukraine? Ask yourself that question. Is it because Ukraine is the number one money laundering and child, you know, human trafficking country in the world? Could it be, be because that's where all their criminal syndicates are located? That's their central hub for all their crimes, for all these, you know, war criminals? What the hell does Pelosi have anything to do with in Ukraine? She has no reason to be in Ukraine and neither does Shift. And you get, you get these talking heads on Fox. They're asking these questions. It's slowly coming out, ladies and gentlemen. And those of you who have researched this for years or even woken up to this within the last two years, people called you crazy. That's okay. Guess what? They're going to see it soon enough. But at the end of the day, here's what's important. As much as I love to rub this stuff in people's, you know, rub this in people's faces like a dog in a crap, you know, in the middle of a living room. When this comes out, you got to remember people's realities are about to get shattered. People are about to freak out with what's going to come. And I forgot what prime minister said this. I want to say it was either the Ireland, the Irish or Scottish prime minister. I can't remember which one, but whatever, whatever country this prime minister was from, he said, and I can't remember if he said it to the president, but he said, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, never will there be a time where so much will be asked by so many of so few. We're going to see some craziness come our way, but, but, but it's going to be a glorious and beautiful transition into the world we're moving into back to self-governance with the assemblies, with the de jure government, the way our founding fathers wanted it, intended it for. And like Destry just said, what is more important than silver is get involved with the community assembly. And that is very true. It's not just about making huge gains in silver. It's about freedom. It's about the, the just living your life free. Like I said in a previous show, it used to be my goal where I wanted to be a multimillionaire. And by the sounds of it, it may happen. But quite frankly, I don't care if it does or doesn't. What I care about now, when I get to my retirement, here's how I envision retirement. I was just talking to Paul about this the other day, another uh, assembly member who's been at this for a very, very long time, just like Destry. I just want to go off, ride off into the sunset with my family. I want to homestead somewhere on a nice little piece of property. And when I say little, I mean little, like, you know, 10. 20 acres. I want to have a homestead. I want to grow my own veggies and fruit. I want to hunt off the land. I want to get my water from the well. I want to be as self-sustaining as I possibly can. And I want to enjoy God's glory. That's what I want. I don't give a crap about having a brand new pickup truck or a Ferrari or a yacht or go travel gallivant in the world or whatever, right? Like, yeah, sure. That sounds like fun, but that's not my priority anymore. I just want to enjoy God's glory and know that my kids, my grandkids, my future great-great-grandkids, right? I know that they're going to be living in a world of freedom. I want to know that they're going to live in a world of freedom. We are going to be returning back to the law of the land. No more of this law of the sea. No more of this maritime law. No more of this admiralty law bullcrap. There's a reason why we have a shoreline. The sea stays where it's at and the land is where it's at. They need to keep in their little jurisdiction. And just They need to stay out in the middle of nowhere. Industry is just saying here, I want to be able to go fishing without having some agent. Yeah, exactly it. I want to be able to go fishing without having some agent with a badge checking to see if I paid the bribe to enjoy that right. Exactly it. You know, 
when we return to self-governance, no more paying bullcrap federal taxes, state taxes, license plate tabs, hunting registrations, hunting tabs, right? No more, no more registering your guns, no more having to pay these obscure freaking, you know, extortionist fees for this, that, and the other. Seriously. We want to be able to just have the right to go live our lives, leave us the hell alone and freaking just enjoy God's glory. Let us live off the land like we were intended to. Th these times really are biblical. This is the Exodus. This is the modern day Exodus. And we, the people in assembly, have to show the rest what to do, how to do it, so we can all be free. We're not doing this just for ourselves. We're doing this for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're liberal. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, conservative. At the end of the day, as long as you're for freedom and you just want to live your life without causing any harm or crime or you know bodily harm or injury or fraud or theft or anything like that against another man or woman you know that's all that matters just be pro freedom just be pro freedom so anyway if you want to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net you can go there's a it used to be on the front main page but i think you got to search for it um, there is a, a number that you can call for the national call on Thursdays. I believe it's at 9 PM people that are non-assembly members can call in. They do a roll call of States. They can, um, and they can answer questions because you'll have assembly members on there. You can ask questions. Hey, look, I'm, I'm Jason from Michigan. I'm just curious what I'm in this County. Like what, you know, how do I get assembled? How, you know, who do I get in contact? And we'll get you in contact with the right people. If you're in a state that's not assembled, don't worry. I think this week, Thursday, I'm going to be doing a show. I'm going to go over the 10 steps on how to form an assembly. It's very simple for your County or state and state. Okay. So. And again, Destry was saying, I have no fear standing up and assembling, but what scares me, and this is him writing this, what scares me is what will happen if we don't, and we need to, all right? We need to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close this out with the uh, warrior's prayer. This is something I had pre-recorded. This is my favorite prayer I've done. I'm going to play this real quick. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. 
By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen, indeed. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1, 9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is what it means to be a hardliner, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. And as it states in Isaiah 42, 13, it reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war. He stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies. He shows his might. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we will do here at his hard line with the assemblies here in general as Americans. We will hold his hard line. They've crossed it one too many times, no more. And we will show his might. Have a good night. God bless. And signing off until next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. That concludes our discussion. Remember, it's all about being firm. Uncompromising. Our job here is to expand the kingdom of our Heavenly Father. Thank you for listening to His Heartline, and don't forget to visit us at www.hisheartline.com. Until then or the next time, we'll see you then. Bless.